This episode is brought to you in association with oldmenmerch.com. Old Casters with Smith and Jones. Hello and welcome to Old Casters, the weekly pod where two old men have a laugh, a moan, and talk a load of nonsense along the way. We also try and learn something new if our old brains can handle it. We are Smith and Jones, and without further ado. Hello, Benjamin. Good evening, Mark. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Are you all right? Half left? Yeah, I think I could do with uh, the Christmas break being in. Oh, you know, you've already bloody said it. (laughs) (laughs) That's one already, chat. Remember, you are counting the number of times we say that word over the last three episodes, including this. This is the third. And then before next Sunday, the 17th of December, you're telling us how many times we said the word. <laughs> that one doesn't count. <laughs> what was that? How, how we pronounce that again? <laughs> <laughs> they don't count. <laughs> if that's for, if you want to win the £10 Amazon gift voucher. Of course, of course. What, what Christmas is not complete without some sort of voucher. Uh, so yes, as Mark said, to be in with the chance of winning said voucher. Remember the count, the Christmases from this episode and the previous two, please. We're looking for the total number of Christmases said. What were you going to say, though, when I asked? You, <laughs> I got distracted Anywho. by you saying that word. <laughs> As I was saying, that word, I'm ready for the breakdown, mate. I am totally, I'm not looking forward to going back to work for the next week and two days. Because mm. even though everything's meant to be fairly organised and fairly quiet for myself, unfortunately, I can. you can already sense it's going to be, can't I just have that thing tomorrow? And you're like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, Santa doesn't work like that. <laughs> so yes, but how about yourself? What was the question? <laughs> uh, how are you? Yeah, no, you already asked that. I'm fine still. <laughs> um, no, I reckon you ain't anymore. No, I you're right. I've, I've lost you. it. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I'm spiralling already. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just cap it off at, yeah. well, are we two minutes in? Yeah, we we'll just cap it Love there. you, bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, uh, I've, since we last met, of course, I hosted the second Old Men Army Discord movie night. We had the one and only John McClane. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers doing his thing with his bare feet, and it was very entertaining. You're into that, yeah? Yeah, I got quite, I'd already watched it once. You like Bruce Willis's feet, yeah? Oh, yeah. God, man, when mm. he wriggles them, just when he puts his... Do you know, I would say one thing. If you've got all that... He had all that time to wrap jumpers, people's trousers, pants around your feet, and it was only towards the end he decided to wrap his own vest around <laughs> his feet. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that first boat you off, you could have put this top round your feet. You know what I mean? It would have been lovely and comfy <laughs> as well. So that was good. And uh, yesterday you uh, you went to a successful Stevenage match, did you not? Yes. <laughs> Olay, I drove Olay. to Staffordshire to watch Burton Albion versus Stevenage. 
That's right. Because you confused me. I thought you went to Burton. Yes, I did. Is that the the team's name and the place's name? The place is Burton upon Trent. That's right. Yeah, you confused me. Near Derby, but it's in Staffordshire, not Derbyshire. I wonder if that's (laughs) where the dog comes from. I wonder if they invented that dog. What 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 dog? The Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Oh yeah, it will be. You reckon? Yeah, why not? I bet I reckon everyone in Stoke has a has a Staffy. <laughs> That's the only dog you're allowed. <laughs> yeah. It's in some old council wording, you know, like the old T <laughs> thing. And did they win? They did. We won two one. Oh, so where does that put you in the league now? Third. Cool. Uh, in, in in with a chance of actually winning it, do you think? I don't I don't know. I don't, well, does it mean promotion? If if they go, if they win, the win this win the league, would they have an opportunity going up? If you finished first or second, you go up. Oh right, okay. If you finish third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you go in the playoffs, and then also go up if you win the playoffs. Oh, so what would that? What league would that put you in? If if that would put us into the championship, oh, which is the league below the Premier League. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'd quite like to see Stevens in the Premiership. That would be uh, that'd be pretty monumental, wouldn't it? What we've done so far this season is miraculous. So I would, I would, I would, I'd still be surprised to see us finished in the top six at the end of this season. I'm just waiting for it. I've been waiting for it all season so far to go wrong at some point, but it's not going wrong. It's it's all still going too well. Yeah, but I'm <laughs> from. I understand that the team's pretty solid. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So if Stevenage, because obviously I've been watching that um, We Are Wrexham, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and obviously I'm getting the idea of how football works now. If Stevenage went up, does that mean, say they went into the Premiership, I know it's not happening now, but say they yeah. did, does that mean they've got to have a bigger ground and all this jazz to in order to qualify? Probably, it? yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, just over the road, there's a load of land. <laughs> Well, the team we played yesterday, Burton, they were in the championship not too long ago. All right, okay. And they've still got they've still got a tiny stadium. But yeah, you have to. I think if if you've been in that league for a certain number of years, I think it's like three seasons or something. Then you have to right you have to upgrade. Does a team get money? Like, do they say, "Well, look, there's umpteen million. Go and do what you need to do." Or do you still have to earn like request that money in from sponsorship and all that? Or do you know? It's sort of. <laughs> I think the team has to have the money. You know what I mean? I think. <laughs> Just from revenue. Mm. Mr. Lamex or whatever. Is it Lamex? Yeah. Bill Wallace, yeah, the Lamex. Yeah. If you're listening, Mr. Lamex, cough it up. <laughs> Mr. Lamex. Mr. Lamex, that's his name. I know we've gone off piece. I was just interested enough that because you know way more about football than I do. I just wonder if that's mm-hmm. a thing or not. Yeah. Does Borough Bear travel when you go away? No, he doesn't travel. Gah. <laughs> Although, to, between you and me and the people listening to this podcast, I did see him there because I know the man underneath the bear. <laughs> <laughs> the enigma. Yeah. <laughs> I love Barabay. He's brilliant. <laughs> so, Mark, I noticed in our notes, you know, cast listeners, we do have notes. We don't wing it all. I know it sounds like we wing it all, but Mark, I can see you've got some cho- choice things in the notes yeah. any chance you could explain any of this them is, I'm just going to run over them very quickly I won't, I, won't, I, won't, I, won't, I won't make this bit too lengthy but uh, this was just while I was going through last week's episode things that were things that I noticed and there's also things that have been pointed out to me by other people point 
I don't know if you ever get this when you listen back to it. But I failed to mention a couple of injuries that I sustained that were embarrassing. Oh. One of which was uh, I was walking out of the pub and my foot just gave way underneath me and I went down like a sack of shit in a massive heap on the floor. And that was... My dad had to take me to hospital and I severely sprained the ligaments in my ankle. It was all swollen and purple. And that was... But and that that was I was literally walking. That was all that happened. And it just went underneath me. <laughs> that twelve pints of Stella had nothing to do with it, no. Don't drink Stella, mate. <laughs> it was twelve pints of Jaeger. No, oh um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twelve pints of Jaeger. Then, <laughs> I don't know what went down. <laughs> and then um, my mum said to me that I had to bring up the time that I cut my hand when I was 16 years old all right. and we sat in A&E all night long <laughs> and we saw, we saw somebody being born. We saw a car crash. We saw, we saw all crash. sorts that night sat in A&E. Yeah. Every time that word gets said, I think a head grid. <laughs> and that was, I told my parents that I fell over into a pile of glass and that was how I cut my hand open. But, but that's because I was 16 and that's what I had. Oh. I had, I needed them to believe that. <laughs> Not the fact that I was carrying a wine bottle and I fell on top of that. Oh, did you just trip over or something? I can't remember what I did. I was I was carrying a wine bottle and I was with my friends in Hitchin doing uh, what friends in Hitchin do with wine bottles and all of a sudden yes. I was flat on my face on top of the wine bottle. you just come out <laughs> the wall pack, hadn't you? Was it, was it still up then? I don't know. The old wall pack of Hitchin. It was... On the tennis courts around the back of the girls' school near yep. the Queen Mother Theatre. That's where we were. <laughs> Not at all inebriated. <laughs> oh, mate. And the ambulance had to pick me up from the Queen Mother Theatre and take me to the Lister in Stevenage because of the big gash in the side of my hand. <laughs> I hope your friends helped you get rid of the evidence. Or did uh, they just run away? <laughs> yeah, everyone probably just scattered. It was probably. No, no, ah! <laughs> if there's ambulance, there's going to be the pigs. <laughs> but yeah, that's enough about injuries. Yes. You have any more? <laughs> no, 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 mate. You've heard all mine. TV shows. I forgot to mention what I think might be the best TV series I've ever seen. Ever. Band of Brothers. <sighs> I can't believe I completely forgot about it. That's about the airborne, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, it might be. I'm, the reason I might have overlooked it is because it's a mini series, because it's only 10 episodes, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the one, one and done. Funny enough, I've got that saved on the um, <laughs> on the on the stick of choice mm. when uh, I was looking up them recently. Yes, I've, I've I've not watched it all. I haven't even watched it halfway, <laughs> but that's a good show. Oh, you need to. It's amazing. It is incredible. And finally, my friend Kylie, upon listening to the podcast, pointed out to me that Vernon Kane no longer hosts Family Fortunes, but it is now Gino DeCampo. the cook bloke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I can imagine actually what suits that role. Yeah. can see him doing that. Steve Harvey looked at the camera. But, uh, what are you saying? <laughs> and what are you talking about? Idiot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't make it about me. That <laughs> uh, was some good additions, mate. Some good additions. At least now all that makes sense what you put in there. I was like, what the yeah. monkey butlers are you going on about here? Foot aids, hand cut, <laughs> Band of Brothers, Gino DeCampo. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, we are getting close to our 
pr- last Christmas, uh, pre-Christmas episode. And uh, just to remind everybody, we'll remind you a couple of uh, times before we end that it's going to be another live. Yeah, next Sunday we're live. This time next week, I believe you'll you'll be hosting. I would have guessed that, Mark. Yes. Yeah. Cool. We would love to see you there like we did last time. We're going to do a bit of a normal episode, but we'll include you guys if you're about. We'd love to see you in chat. We'd love to see yep. you talking about all things Christmassy. We are going to be doing... So last time we did something slightly different for the live show. This time we're going to be doing a completely normal show, what me and Ben always do on a Sunday evening. But everything's going to be Christmas themed and you guys will be there in chat. And well, well I guess we can. You can, you'll, you'll be part of the conversation if you say yeah. anything. We'll bring it up. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Once we get bowling to get on our bits, mm-hmm. please, by all means, comment away. Just don't comment too fast as we won't be able to keep up with the comments. Because we're tremendously old. <laughs> crazy facts. Crazy news. Crazy facts. And crazy news. So, Mark, again, like there was last week, I'm also going to be giving you two animal facts because I just seem to like the animal facts when they come up. Yep. Love it. First one, please. Yes, this is it. Number one, dogs have a unique nose print. It's similar to a human's fingerprint. Now, I didn't know this before I looked I didn't up. know this. I didn't know nose print was a thing. So last time I watched Dog Bill, they weren't printing the nose. Maybe that's new technology. <laughs> did it, did it. The bill. That was terrible, that was. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so they have this nose print like our fingerprint mark. Did you know also that it's any animal with a hairless snout? So pigs also have unique nose prints. Ooh, no, I didn't. So as long as they haven't got hair, is that correct? Mm-hmm. A hairless snout. Yeah. Bear noses. Is that some sort of street talk, bear nose? Bear noses. Bear nose, Man's man. got bear noses. <laughs> Maybe we could Get shoot. me, fam. I wonder what that would stand for, bear nose. That means you've got lots of noses. <laughs> nah, it never means the actual thing. I reckon it means like you've got your cock out or something. You've got a massive nose. Like, yeah, you've got a bear nose. You got... <laughs> get me. And, and then you get confused whether you're saying, I've got a nose like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> or it's over there understand the word bear meaning naked <laughs> lots yeah <laughs> bear means lots um also Ooh. that got me onto humans fingerprints did you know that obviously apart from apes as well and monkeys uh koalas have unique fingerprints <laughs> on their fingertips like we do now koalas also piss on their fingers do they not i don't know do they Makes them clingy. I swear they, they, actually? Urinate, they urinate on their feet. Fact check, fact check. Do koalas piss on their fingers? <laughs> I swear they do. This makes them tacky. During the winter season, the urination within koalas is normal when they tend to urinate much more as compared to... No, that's not what we want. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> urinates more in the winter. <laughs> they ain't a koala thing. That's an everything thing. Yeah, I swear they're the ones that piss on their hands and feet. They've no, got hands and feet. The only thing that's coming up is using it to scent mark mark their uh, territory. There is an animal. I swear it was a koala. Do you know, make some tacky or something? You're tacky. Not, I don't know. It does something to help them climb or stick to trees or bark or whatever it is they do. 
sticky, sticky. I want to. I mean, I want to know if what they do is whatever the animal is now. Maybe it's not the koala that do they sort of pee on their lower feet this first, and then sort of pat it around a bit. Do you think? I'm sorry, I got completely distracted by Reddit while I was scrolling through Google. It's, has he cheated on me, or did I catch an STD from a koala? <laughs> what? It's a koala. Like they've gone on down. a holiday and they got pissed all over by a koala that they were holding for a picture. <laughs> They're asking Reddit, have I got, has he cheated on me, or have I got this STD from the koala? I suppose as you didn't drink it or put it on an open cut, I don't know. I mean, oh, Reddit, don't change, never change. <laughs> well, that's quality, quality worth time typing out. I hope they used a username and not a real name on that yeah. one. And uh, as we mentioned before, tigers have unique patterns, much like our fingerprints. There you go, the striped fur as well as the striped skin, as do zebras. Oh, did we mention that last week? Nope. No. And Ben, here's your segue. As do giraffes. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so then the patterns they have is also on their skin, yeah? I don't know if it's on their skin, but it's unique to them, the pattern that they have. Ooh. So 72 then, Mark. Thank you very much. <laughs> giraffes are much more likely to get hit by lightning than humans. Their fatality rate from lightning strikes is a whopping 30 times higher than ours. <laughs> and poor giraffes. bastard. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because they're, they're a lot taller than us. The conduit of head. Yeah, the, sorry? Conduit of head. <laughs> conduit of head? Ew, it's more up, isn't it? They're the conduit in it. <laughs> Hold on a minute. The giraffes, they have little horns, didn't they? Yeah, they do. They do have little horns, don't they? So, mate, is yeah. that the what? I wonder when the lightning strikes. Does it? They were like the lightning horn? rods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lightning. They're actually they're actually made of copper. Actually... <laughs> oh, don't tell the uh, phone manufacturers they'd be mining them for bloody the precious metal. <laughs> BT slaughters more giraffes as they need more copper for the uh, for the internet. <laughs> but did you know, sir? This is the fact from the top of my head that I knew Got him. that uh, only 10% of people who get struck by lightning die. Do we know what the percent is that an average year, some how many people will get struck by the lightning? No. I just know that you're only, if you get hit by lightning, you're only 10% likely to die. I mean, obviously the other 90% are very injured <laughs> slash disabled. Plus, but <laughs> Not loving life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen some pretty scary lightning in my time. I've seen two right in front of me hit the floor, hit something, and I'm just mm-hmm. thinking to myself. The only them two times I was proper, proper lightning. You know, I went like arcs down. I remember hitting. I was in Baldock once in my mate's house, and it hit a lamppost, and that was pretty. It set a load of alarms off. But yeah. I was on a golf course once, um, caddying for a customer. So my my life as a younger man used to be, and um, it struck the floor. And I thought to myself, damn, you know, I and mean, we're talking, oh, I don't know, 20, 30 yards away. That's pretty fucking scary, man. You were on a golf course and mm-hmm. it struck the floor. It struck the floor, yeah. Jesus Christ, you were lucky. <laughs> yeah, not much. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching, I was going, should we just tell you? The thing is, you're, you are literally holding lightning rods. Rod. Well, I, I'm lucky enough, I was just carrying a bag, but a, uh, yeah. 
yeah, it was. Yeah, at that point, I said to the old man, I said, "Well, I think it's time to call it a day, mate." Yeah, yeah. I can't say I've ever seen. I've been right underneath thunderstorms and lightning's gone off above me, but I've never seen lightning strike anything. I don't think it's really scary, mate. Mm. Because normally I only see it on like TV programs or you know them sort of YouTube worth lightning strikes in the world sort of things. Yeah, it's bloody. But anyway. Sorry, we're but going did back you know to... that while the flashes we see as a result of a lightning strike travel at the speed of light, which is 670 million miles per hour, an actual lightning strike travels at a comparatively gentle 270,000 miles per hour? Jeez. Nearly as fast as Dominic Toretto in Fast and the Furious, that is. <laughs> <laughs> that means it would take 55 minutes for lightning to travel to the moon, or around one and a half seconds to get from London to Bristol. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's quicker than the HS2, isn't it? <laughs> Did you know that when lightning strikes sand or sandy soil, it fuses together the grains to create a small glass-like tube known as fulgurite? Ooh, that sounds like a Minecraft thing. Yeah, they are not only prized by collectors, they are also of great scientific value in demonstrating past occurrences of lightning storms. Ooh, that sounds like it could be worth a bob or two in that. Did you know that Lake Maracaibo in Venezuela is the place on Earth that receives the most lightning strikes? Massive thunderstorms occur on 140 to 160 nights per year, with an average of 28 lightning strikes per minute, lasting up to 10 hours at a time. Whoa. As, as many as 40,000 lightning strikes in one night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mentioned I'm going to camp there. Dad. Don't go camping there, will you? No, I'm camping there. No, you don't. Mate, I wonder what what does lightning do when it hits water? Pass. Does it electrify the water? Yes, was it, yeah. Does it nuke all the fishes? <laughs> it's got to do something, isn't it? It's, it's travelled all yeah. It's a conductor, isn't it? Or does it have to have metal in it? Don't know. Pass. We need a scientist. We need a meteorologist. <laughs> Get a segment. <laughs> uh, recent research from the Met Office. That's where all of these facts are from, by the way. They're from metoffice.gov.uk. Revealed that helicopters can cause an isolated lightning strike. While flying, helicopter acquires a negative charge. So if it flies close to an area that is positively charged, for example hail, or a positively charged part of a cumulonimbus cloud, it can trigger a lightning strike. From the helicopter. Now that makes Hunt for the Red October more apparent, because in that, he flies him out in an helicopter to meet the American submarine, and he's trying to catch him with a pole and a stick off the mm-hmm. Alec Baldwin. And it's mm-hmm. he said, if you touch him, you'll get electrocuted, and it's sparking off. And I never knew why. Well, why on earth? You know, if, what, what? But of course, it, air in a helicopter, and it's raining. Yeah. So maybe that that's a thing. That is a thing. I didn't know. I didn't know. That's a good one, that is. That actually makes more sense now. Before, I just thought, why would that happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow. Trying to figure out this number. How many zeros? 1.4 billion strikes every year. Lightning is one of nature's most recurrent and common spectacles. Around the world, there are over 3 million flashes every day. That's around 44 strikes every second. <laughs> Couldn't imagine flashing that many people, <clears throat> you know. Get arrested eventually. Uh-huh. Lightning destroys trees. We know that one. I'm not going to yeah. read that one. But it can help plants grow. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Sounds a bit Minecrafty again, that. The width of a thumb and hotter than the sun. 
Did you know that? While the intensity of a lightning strike can make them appear as thick bolts across the sky, the actual width of a lightning bolt is only about two to three centimetres. The average length of a lightning bolt is about two to three miles. Whoa. Ben's looking at his thumbs. <laughs> the charge carried down this small channel is so intense that the temperature of the lightning reaches 30,000 degrees Celsius. That's five times hotter than the surface of the sun. <laughs> oh, no wonder old Frankenstein got made alive when the old uh, the doctor put him put him the old uh, what's my call it's alive alive. <laughs> That's some bloody good facts there, mate. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, bless the giraffes now, especially if the giraffe lives at that lake place in Venezuela. Yeah, God, it's pretty much a dead. It's a dead. All giraffes in Lake Maracaibo. <laughs> 30,000 degree <laughs> thumbs in their eyes. <laughs> Watch out, there's a thumb lightning strike coming. <laughs> Come on in, Mark. What you got for me? Oh, did you want some crazy news? Love some. Oh, well, that's 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 convenient because I've got some crazy news for you. <laughs> By the way, shout out to the dinosaur that was found in Dorset. The news of that came out this morning. We can't, I'm not going to talk about that too much because you and I haven't plans to talk about it, but, but that was in the news this morning. They said what one they found? Pleosaur skull has been found in Dorset and it's over two metres long. Massive skull. Whoa. It was like a big alligator type dinosaur. Yeah, it makes me want to get into that book I saw once while my friends was very godly and yeah. it was uh, this book about how the dinosaurs and it was Noah on his front book, the front page had Noah and it had all the dinosaurs behind the other animals getting on his ark. I was like, you what? It's like, how big was his ark? Anyway. Crazy news number one takes us to Venice where tourists have flipped a gondola after refusing to stop taking selfies. Footage of the group in the water at Rio della Verona has been widely shared on social media. No one was hurt in the accident and the group are said to have dried off nearby. A group of tourists fell in a Venice canal when their gondola capsized after they reportedly ignored orders to stop taking selfies. The gondolier shouted at them to sit down and stay still as he tried to manoeuvre under a bridge, according to local media. But they apparently ignored him and all the way ended up on one side, capsizing the boat and flipping them into the cold canal. The gondolier helped one to shore and then dived back in to rescue the others from Rio de la Verona near Le Fenice Opera House. Onlookers filmed Saturday's spectacle and footage of the drenched tourists clinging to the boat went viral on sites like TikTok. Social media account Venicia non e Disneyland, which means Venice is not Disneyland, <laughs> said the group were given a warm place to dry off. No one was hurt in the accident. There are persistent complaints about over-tourism in the Italian city, with holidaymakers and cruise ship day-trippers packing Venice for most of the year. It was revealed last week that a €5 daily charge will be introduced from next year for visitors on certain days between April and July. In 2021, Venice also banned cruise ships from entering the historic centre amid concerns about pollution and erosion of the city's foundations. Talking on Venice just for a second, their outlook on tourism, surely if they, we all watch it a little bit, because I could imagine that tourism brings in a huge amount of money for the for the place itself. Yeah. Hey-ho, that's a more serious But Ben, subject. you and I have got the answer. If they listened to old casters with Smith & Jones, they'd already know, all these tourists, that they should be going to Birmingham, not Venice. <laughs> it's got all the canal you could need. 
It is. I don't know if you can fit his cruise ship down, and but I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't flip a canal in. The, in <laughs> I wouldn't. Sorry, I wouldn't flip a gondola in any of Birmingham's canals. <laughs> 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 come up with cholera. You'd come oh, up. <laughs> it can't be that great in Venice. Not being funny, mate. No, to be fair, yeah. It's just like in Amsterdam. I remember one guy said, "Don't fall in. You never come out." Yeah. So, so Mark, talking about gondolas, I have actually got a, a gondola thing for you. You haven't. You're full of boat stories. I know, right? It's not easy to become a gondola, Mark. Prospective gondolas must complete 400 hours of training before passing a test to prove their knowledge of how to operate a gondola. Little Mm. wonder that only three or four gondola licenses are issued each year. That's mad. And does that take place in Venice? Yes, because they have to do the knowledge. Yeah. Like our cabbies do in London. They like an Uber do... driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their knowledge is Google. <laughs> That'd be sick. If you go to Venice and you could order an Uber and a man comes up with his gondola with an Uber sticker slaps on the side of it. I'm here. <laughs> Just one cornetto. <laughs> complimentary water, complimentary ice cream. <laughs> so, yeah. That's not a lot of gondolas in a year, is it, getting past? No, I hope they're uh, dedicated to the job. I wonder how much it costs like to have one in gondola, driven, ridden, whatever you call it, rides. I can't imagine it would cost that much to rent a gondola. I'm just wondering how much they get paid. Yeah, because you've got to be shipping. If you if it's done per trip, yeah, I mean, yeah, I bet what twenty euros, thirty euros, something like that. Yeah, we'll be in that region anyway. There you go, <laughs> gondolas. Cast listeners, you can't trust them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Second crazy news. Please. Now, I found on Friday, didn't I, a new source of crazy newses, and I was reading to you some of the headlines. They were pretty Because I couldn't figure out which one to choose, and you said, that one, Mark, that one, when I said this one. <laughs> so here is your fugitive kangaroo, which spent four days on the run, punching a police officer in the face. <laughs> An escaped kangaroo, which spent four days on the loose in Canada, of all places, has finally been captured, but not before punching a police officer in the face. The four-year-old female marsupial went missing last Thursday while making the 15-hour transit from Ontario to a zoo in Quebec. Canadian police had been given special training on how to handle kangaroos and zoned in on the fugitive when they were alerted to a sighting in Oshawa, 40 miles east of Toronto. The animal is indigenous only to Australia and Papua New Guinea. Didn't know that. Mm. So the sight of the rogue female was alarming to Canadians who called in with reports that it it was seen hopping around. The officers finally caught up with the kangaroo on Monday, but capturing her turned out to be the hard part. After they snuck up behind the animal and grabbed her tail, the kangaroo struggled and aimed a punch at the face of a police officer. Kangaroos famously settle interspecies disputes by boxing and throwing punches is in their nature that the Canadian cop might not have been braced for what was coming his way. Oh, I hope it was a Mountie. (laughs) The police were able to recoup and then capture the agitated kangaroo, saying, you're okay, it's all good. The animal kept struggling, but eventually gave up and is now recovering in Oshawa Zoo from where it will be moved on to the zoo in Quebec. Despite the outburst, the forcer said it will not be pressing charges. <laughs> the officer will be just fine and we won't be continuing the investigation, said Sergeant Chris Boilo, jokingly. The kangaroo gave up, eh, and surrendered peacefully to police officers. There we go, that's my Canadian there at the end. 
E. E. When you said, when Mark started reading this initially, I thought, well, bloody Australia's full of them, so he can't be shocked. And he said in Canada, I was like, Canada? (laughs) (laughs) What are they doing over there? They opt over or something. (laughs) I must admit, kangaroos are ripped as fuck. If you've ever seen a kangaroo, they stand up straight. They're like nine-pack territory. Yeah, you see a picture of one flexing. They're they're pretty terrifying. (laughs) There was that video recently of that kangaroo that was holding a dog underwater, wasn't it? That's it. And the owner went up to it and had to (laughs) punch the fucking kangaroo to get get his dog back. (laughs) They're terrifying. They are, mate. They are. But when you start talking about kangaroos, I was instantly transported to a film called Tank Girl. Have you ever seen it, Mark? No. Not even heard of it. Based on a graphic novel. Uh, So definitely up your street here. Mm. About a post-apocalyptic world where... A girl has a, when I say relationship, your dirty cast listeners, I don't mean like that. And you know the ones I'm talking to at the moment. It's about a girl who has like, it's sort of a sentient tank that she, that sort of, she can whistle for and stuff like that. It's a proper tank that she's all, and it's all very, she's very punk-esque. And in the film and in the graphic novels, they have what's known as rippers. The Ripper. Ripper. And the rippers <laughs> are the they were made for the military to live on because it's mostly desert in the world in that story. And they go rogue because they're their, their maker. I forget. He's got Johnny Cochran or something like that. His name is, and he makes them sort of love life and that. And they love jazz music. It's, it's so weird. If you ever, if you ever get a chance to watch it, it's the funkiest film going for sure. And yes, the, the rippers are these human kangaroid esque thing. Kangaroid, kangaroo esque thing. Kangaroid. Kangaroid. Nothing worse than a case of the kangaroids. <laughs> Had to get some cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it down under. <laughs> but yeah, it's... kangaroos are, are straight. That and uh, was it, was what was the. Like the flipper uh, series in Australia. Uh, um, Skippy. Skippy. There we go. Skippy. 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 The bush kangaroo. <laughs> Forgot about that. Skippy was like flipper, wasn't he? He yeah. was like, yeah. And he was like, wait, 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 wait. Undocked a memory that did. I forgot about that. And also the peanut butter. How that transferred the American peanut butter brand is Skippy. Oh, yeah. Don't know why. There must be a reason, I'm sure of it. But yes, they're the two memories of kangaroos that always, every time I think of kangaroos, I think of Tank Girl and I think of Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. Good old Skippy. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, you cheeky cast listeners. Have you been naughty this year? Well, we've got a perfect gift for the mischievous ones on your list. Introducing the one and only, the hilarious, the slightly inappropriate, Old Carstens merch. Ben, did he just say that we have merch? (laughs) Yeah, you're right, Mark. Our cast listeners are in for a real treat. Dive into the world of the old casters with their limited edition Peeping Tom's Sunflower Garden poster. It's a masterpiece featuring flowers with Mark and Ben's faces on them because nothing says Christmas like staring at those two idiots, right? Wait, what's with the crickets? (laughs) Well, it's a ridiculous poster, mate. But that's not all. Quench your thirst for comedy with our exclusive 
What a pair of casters mug. Picture this. Ben and Mark staring at each other with the caption that says it all. It's a perfect conversation starter for your morning coffee or your afternoon tea or whatever you're into. Or it could be mulled wine. <laughs> or it could be liquid poop. So don't be a Scrooge this holiday season. Get your old casters merch and spread the laughter because nothing says I care like a mug that screams, what a pair of old casters. <laughs> Should we tell them about the nude calendar we're doing? <laughs> nah, let's save that for Valentine's Day. All old casters and other old men merch available only at oldmenmerch.com. Oh, old passions. Old passions. What are we talking about this week, Benjamin? Well, seeing as we did TV last week, it would mm-hmm. be strange for us not to do, as you put, movies, Mark. Movies. movies. Yes. Yeah. We had to. TV mm. shows last week. Why don't Definitely. we do movies this week? We'd be crackers not to, mate. And I'm going to ask you the first question that you asked me last week, and what is the most recent movie you've seen? The most recent movie I have seen would be, let me think, let me think, was Die Hard, because I watched it yesterday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the newest film I've seen is... Newest. The Marvels. Is it Marvels or The Marvels? The I think it's The Marvels. Yes. That would be the newest film I've seen. Yeah. Yes, because I'm waiting for Godzilla minus one, but it doesn't seem to <laughs> want to appear anywhere for me. So I'd have to uh, wait and wait and wait. But yes, it was definitely The Marvels. I'm pretty damn sure everything else has been old stuff. I'm a sucker for watching rewatching a film. And it, it was very good. For, if you watch it for its own, for, for, for what it is, um, a easygoing popcorn film i think mm-hmm. you walk out very happy i think if you look too deeply into it and marvel lore it then i'm sure you i don't know that deep about it but i'm sure you come out and i'd understand why the moaning's there because i'm sure yeah. it's continuity and comic driven and all the rest of it but i thought it was all right mate it was chuckly i'm not keen on the miss marvel the the young girl her yeah. character i'm not over the moon but the other two um danvers and the other Monica one. Monica Rambo. Yes. But they work well as a threesome. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> How about you, Mark? What was the most recent film you've seen that's new? You know what? I just asked you this question, and as I was asking it, I, re- I realised, fuck, he's going to ask me the same thing, and I don't know the answer. What's the... Newest... I don't even know what the most recent film or the newest film is. Mary would probably know. I'll have to shout at her. Um, I don't know, Ben. What's the most recent Marvel film? The Marvels. Marvels. Oh, I haven't seen the Marvels. I honestly cannot think. I don't think I've even watched a Christmas film yet. I know they're not recent, but that was... That was, that was <gasps> what, not one? I don't think so. I haven't had the chance. I didn't even manage to get into your Muppets or your Die Hard. Die Harder. 40, 40 floors. I cannot no think the answer to either of those questions. The about, newest or the most recent. Um, how about then, if I said, if I shifted on and said, what's your top three <laughs> films? Top three. Mm. <laughs> I can give you a top five. Oh, I, don't know I, do a top, I don't know I could whittle it down to a top three. Give me a top five then. So, big fan of musicals. 
So two of them are Les Mis, Moulin Rouge. Les Mis is the only time I've been to the cinema and everyone clapped at the end. <laughs> they used to do that all the time. That was the day, all the day after it came out. And that was incredible. Was 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 that the one that is actually that they've started showing the actual theatrical show or the one with the film stars in it? Yeah, the one with film stars in it. Right. Because they started doing that now, haven't they? Yeah. What, what was it? Les Mis, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Is that the one with That's the Kenobi. one with McGregor and yes. Nicole Kidman. Yep. Uh, the original Top Gun. Ooh, that's a good show. Always loved that film. I think that Top Gun Maverick is a better movie, but it's not. Yeah. But Top Gun is still, I still, it's still my favourite, if that makes sense, the original. It's, yeah. it's something, it's like a nostalgia. It's it's more, yeah, more iconic, but definitely yeah, Maverick definitely is more a better iconic. film because obviously it's made in better times and better, more technology. Yeah. So better. I guess those three would be in my top three for you, but I can't not mention Toy Story and Lion King. <laughs> Lion King? What's that look for? I don't know, I'm just surprised. I can understand Toy Story, but Lion King was what? just a bit mid to me. If I was a young'un, mid. It's all right. <laughs> the only bit I like in it is the uh, Kuna Matata. Rest of your days, it's a problem free. <laughs> I'm just not a big fan. I don't like it. I'm not saying I dislike it. I'm actually speechless. I'm actually speechless. I didn't say Toy Story. I mean, that's to infinity and beyond. I think it? Lion King is not just... The best Disney film, but it's one of the best films of all time. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> no, Mark, the story, the soundtrack, everything about it. The story. <laughs> yeah? Mate, you need to go back and watch The Lion King. I've, I've seen the play and all sorts, mate. I've <laughs> seen it all. I don't, I mean, I don't know about story-wise. I mean... What? It's a bit, you're edging it a bit there. I mean, it's No, good. we're going to fall out. We're going to fall out. We're going <laughs> to... This is the end. This is the last episode of our cast. Yeah. This is, this this is no too far. Boy. It's just holding it and just hanging up. <laughs> this is too far. <laughs> I'm just surprised to see he say Lion King because I don't think you've ever mentioned Lion King to me before in any references or doesn't come up in your terminology, I suppose. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, Toy Story, though. I get that. But there's nothing wrong with, um, like I keep saying, nothing wrong with Lion King. Still a good film. <laughs> I'm not this bad, just <laughs> <laughs> like the things I like then. <laughs> it's not well, I do like it. I just don't, I mean, what's your I, top? Whatever, yeah, <laughs> don't give a yeah, shit yeah, anymore. Go, yeah, you just oh, don't like that. That's crap and that's shit. Boom. Um, Godfather, number one, shit. <laughs> aliens, shit. second one, and the big Lebowski. Shit. That would be my top three. I've only seen one of those three. I'm sorry. What have you seen out of the three? Godfather. Oh, well, that's definitely yeah. up there. <laughs> oh, no, I've seen... No, you said Alien, right? The original Aliens, Alien Aliens. The second What's one. What's that? Oh, oh, the okay. James Cameron one. I think I've only seen the original. That's what got me back into films, that, that film. That and The Rock. I definitely haven't seen The Big Lebowski. Oh. <sighs> You'd like, um, yeah, I think you'd like that. That's, I think that's up your street. The dude. <laughs> I think you'd definitely like that one. One of uh, it's it's an it, when you watch it, the, the the comedy in it's just great. Anyway, um, 
So, Mark, if I said to you, what's your favourite series? Now, not talking Marvel. Marvel we can class separately. But what's your favourite series? Do you have a favourite film series? More than the Star one? Wars count. <laughs> of course. Of course, Star Wars counts. Yeah. Because you know that I don't really watch anything unless it's Marvel or Star Wars. That's a good point. Which makes, which makes talking TV shows and movies a bit more difficult for me because I don't watch a great deal of things. But I can also throw in there James Bond. Yeah, James Bond's a good shout. They're not all amazing. <laughs> no. But some of them very much are. Very much so. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> groundbreaking. Especially more recently. The one that came out last year, that might, no, I was going to say that might be the last time I went to a cinema, but I don't think it is. No Time to Die. Yeah, I'm dead. That was awesome. Wait to make the next one called Dead Again. I'm, I'm not <laughs> that keen on Daniel Craig as Bond. I don't know why I can't get... I. It took me a while to come around to the idea of it. I didn't like Casino Royale. That was no. his first one, wasn't it? Skyfall no. was fucking awesome. I think Skyfall <laughs> might. I think Skyfall might be the best Bond film. Wasn't that the one with Matey Gill? Does the is it Adele? Yeah, Adele sang the song. Adele sang the song. Yeah, yeah. I'd say who was your who was your Bond? What was your now? When I say I don't mean who's your favorite Bond. Who would be the Bond that was during your growing up era? Was it would it be Roger Pierce Moore? Brosnan? Pierce Brosnan. While I was growing up, yeah. Of course, I keep forgetting I'm older than you. <laughs> My first awareness of James Bond existing was Pierce Brosnan. So was that Goldeneye? It would have been Goldeneye or Tomorrow Never Dies. Goldeneye. Tomorrow <laughs> Never Dies. But obviously, I was also of the age where everybody was playing Goldeneye on the N64. The GOAT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all slowed down, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what game though? It was uh, uh, Roger Moore for myself, which used yeah. the more comedy esque. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, I think there was another James Bond for me growing up, but it, before it was in my consciousness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who would that be? Um, I think Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What What was his ones? I can't remember what his ones was. But anyway, yes. Yeah. Because it was Roger, you had Roger Moore, then you had that, the Australian guy who did one, didn't he just do one film? There was an Australian guy. Was there? Yeah, he did literally one. Timothy Dalton only did one, didn't he? He did did two. two. I can't remember what they're called, but he he weren't bad. He was a bit more serious again. And then Pierce Brosnan. And then, did it go Pierce Brosnan, Daniel Craig? Must have. Can't think of who else would have been in between. Yeah, Sean Connery was Sean Connery. The other dude, Roger Moore. Yeah. Go on now. Are you Tina? Seven. James Bonds. Sean Connery. David Niven. George Lazenby. Nice Lazenby. Roger Moore. Timothy Dalton. Pierce Brosnan. And Daniel Craig. There we go. Who's, is it odds on for the next one we're getting a female Bond? Or did he say he'd never let that happen? I don't know. That's not us, cast listeners. That's the guy who makes it. I know who I want the next James Bond to be. I'd have loved Rick Mayer would have been James Bond. <laughs> I want Idris Elba. Yeah, he'd make a good Bond. He's I got think these... he'd be an awesome James Bond. Yeah, definitely. He's got the riz. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got the <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the right sort of, and yeah. especially if you played it a bit Lutherish. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Yeah, I'd like to see that. They haven't really given any any clues yet to... Uh, oh, no, they have as well. Oh. oh, 
oh, I'll come back to me, but they have given them. <laughs> I know someone's in the in the lineup for it, but anyway. Um, so yes, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. Mine was again mine falling into a bit of. I'm going to repeat myself here. Uh, would be the Alien and Predator films and their join yeah. now world multiverse, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. And of course, um, my my favourite genre of film is is the gangster films. So mainly American gangster films and art style. Cool, blimey, governor! That's <laughs> a so Godfather one, two, and three. I I've watched them. Don't hate me, now. but I've never seen Goodfellas. Goodfellas is good. Fellas, it's definitely a standalone, and obviously based on true story. Mm-hmm. Unlike Godfather, which if you ever watched the series on Paramount called The Order, which is based on them making that film and when the mafia got involved and all the rest of it because they didn't want it made. It's, I don't know, there's certain bits that I'd like to think that back in them days that they, there was a bit of order to it and they're just, I don't know, just, they could walk into anywhere, you know, and just be known and not slip, mm. they were slipping 50s in everybody's pockets. Guess the best table, yeah. Going back to, uh, going back to TV shows, have mm. you seen, watch The Sopranos? Oh, yes, of course. Oh, watched yeah. it a few times. Mm-hmm. I think uh, what was the guy who who was Tony Soprano? What was his name? Do you remember? Oh, James. They'll get Gandolfini. Is that right? Gand Gandolfini, Gandolfini, something like that. Yeah, Gandalf. James Gandalf. James Gandalf. Yeah, like, you shall not eat pasta. <laughs> that was awesome series. It got a bit floaty towards the end, but it was generally very very good. Is that that guy? Did you ever hear the story that one of the, the I think one of the cast members on Leno or something like that, and he got a phone anonymous phone call while he was on in one of the hotels, and he was saying that they they just said something like they really like the work you're doing, but Adon would never wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> then they hung up. <laughs> <laughs> That's crackers, isn't it? But yes, Brian is awesome. Anyway, we, we're going off a piece. Do you have a, a favourite genre of movie? Or no, do you just like all movies? All movies, yeah. It's like music for me like that. That's why I'm saying I don't just like um, Lion King. I just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say, um, I was looking at my list. I had down Marvel. And what's your favourite Marvel? Just pick one. I know you've got many. I'm sure there's many. I had two. So I'm, to give us your two. Actually, I had four. <laughs> <laughs> it was one. Give us your top 20. Give us <laughs> In order, in you want my favourite MCU film? Yeah, come on. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Interesting. Ooh, particular reason? Just you really like it, or it's just a bloody good film with a bloody good soundtrack. <laughs> and it was—I think it was one of the first films that Mary and I went to see at the cinema together, as well. Oh, but uh, yeah. No, bloody good movie that is. Yeah, I'm Mary Poppins, yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's that one. Isn't <laughs> and the baby group. Oh yeah, and dancing course, yeah. to Mr. Blue Sky at the start. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely Guardians are responsible for a lot of them songs being played in a lot of movies from since they aired that movie because there's yeah. a lot of songs like that get repeated. Yep. Have you ever seen a film just that called Role Models? No. Right, okay, that'll be a different conversation. Um, mine was going to be the Iron Man or Winter Soldier. Interesting. Yeah, I really enjoyed I thought they were real, 
were, you know, obviously Iron Man being the first. And Winter Soldier, I thought, was sort of, sort of not just superhero, but also a bit spy-like. Well, my next one was going to be, what I was going to say to you was Captain America, the first Avenger. Oh, the, number one, yeah, very good film. Yeah, the awesome first one, film. yeah. And because I love World War Two stuff as well. Yes. And a lot of that obviously is. But yes. Oh, good man. So there's somewhere else we're, there's somewhere else we link up on. I like World War Two yeah. stuff as well. That's what I was watching Fury the other day. Anyway, um, so also I had down Endgame 1 and 2. Well, it's Infinity War and then Endgame, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Infinity and I think War. I think Infinity War would be my third because I just love the ending. And it, just, it takes me back to that, that moment when that happened. On your left. That was Endgame. I like the bit where they all, old America picks up Thor's hammer, Molyneux, yeah. or whatever it's called. Oh. Avengers! <laughs> Assemble! I am inevitable. <laughs> uh, I like the ending of Infinity War when the despair, the all is lost mm, moment. The, uh, it's pretty despair as well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was as well. Was as well. Anyway, mm. yeah, so there we go. Um, do you have a favourite uh, DC? It's got to be the, the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh. They're incredible. Incredible. Coming back to what you said about clapping at the end of your one, that I'm, we went, Kieran and I went to see it. It was an Orange Wednesday, you remember? It was Orange Wednesday was yes, the thing. I remember them. Yep. And they all stood up at the end and clapped. And it hadn't happened a long time since I was a nipper. So it was, yeah. I was like, oh, everybody's clapping. <laughs> I'll clap too. <laughs> But yeah, was oh. that for was that for the second one? No, that was the first one for the Batman, Batman Begins. Begins. Yeah, because yeah. I think it was. Um, I like um, Matey Boy. Uh, what's his name? Christian Bale. Yes, so I can him like American Psycho and Reign of Fire and all the stuff he's been in like that. American Psycho yeah. is brilliant. Is that a wrinkle? What, Dad? It is. Have <laughs> 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 that an accent yet? So there we go, cast listeners. We want to know what's the newest film you've watched, the last film you watched, favourite film, top three, and your favourite series. Let us know. Ask us anything. Ben, ask us anything. Who's asked us anything? Anything. Anything this week. I don't know where I was going with it. <laughs> so we have community questions first, Mark. We first. Yes, I received an email. Oh, go on. You do your one. Yeah, you do them ones because it was to you it came to. And this is from ages ago. And I said, I'll ask questions from it when I did at the time, ages ago. And I said, I'll do the rest next week. And then I never did. So I've gone back and dug out this email because I remembered that that was a thing that happened. Better late than never. And. My friends, Kylie and Gaz Murray, want to know, what was your favourite toy as a child? You'll be thankful. No, I'm not going to say Master System, Mark. <laughs> Just to wind <laughs> you up. Favourite toy as a child? I had a few ideas, but I would have said, because I would, cl- would you class it, I'm going to say it, and then you tell me if you class it as a toy. Game Boy. Would that, or do you want a toy action No, I'll figure? allow it. I'll allow it. Just because it's a handheld, I wouldn't have allowed, like like you said, Master System no, I or SNES or anything that. like that. I'll allow, I'll allow Game Boy. Yeah, I think so. Pretty much didn't put the thing down. Yeah. Ever. Except to sleep. And even then it was like, 
in the ends, but I, I think imagine do, do, toy do, 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 still like playing Tetris. Um, yeah, Tetris is the best. If it was a figure like a toy, toy, it'd probably either be Mask or Transformers or He Man. Oh, Transformers! I can't remember. I liked all them franchises. Mm. Um, oh, I remember me then once bought me a load of jumble sale, which I wish I kept like, all, all the old Star Wars toys. It was like a box for it was like two quid, and it was a wow. box full of. Oh, mate, it was all. It was all the. That might not have been complete, but it was like a box of joy, mate. I might have an hour's fun, but it was all the Star Wars figures. And I think, yeah, I bet. I think was it Battle for Endor had just come out? What was the first Ewok film? No, Caravan of Courage. It might have been. Where are you yeah. with that? Yeah, I think that was the first one. So yeah, it was yeah. But yeah, it's, well, Game Boy would be my first year. How about you, Mark? It would be between my you know, the old school die cast metal Thomas trains. I had two boxes full of them. Or my Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yeah. The original. That's, yes, the Mighty Morphin variety. <laughs> Because that's what a young Marker Heater, my whole life was Thomas the Tank Engine and Power Rangers. That that, that was my whole world. <laughs> I can remember when Power Rangers dropped. It was pretty monumental mm. at the time because it was very yeah. Japan-esque. Yes. Especially with the Zords and that all coming together. Because they'd had stuff like that for years. And it was like, I was like yeah. oh, what's happening there? <laughs> with the bad cheesy American dubbing over the, oh, the Japanese love... actors. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I love Rita. Rita's my favourite. <laughs> After 10,000 years, I'm free. <laughs> Santa conquer Earth. Yeah, that's what I'd do as soon as I was out the old uh, sewer of hell. I'm yeah. going to call Gruff, yeah. <laughs> 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 too, was it Goldar and... The pig man. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> they just used to be a couple of twerps. And then Bulk and Skull as well. <laughs> the old me, 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 the music used to come on with yeah, yeah, yeah. the ultimate bullies. <laughs> Bulk and Skull. Uh, and how, how wholesome they were. Have we ever mentioned anything more 90s than Bulk and Skull? <laughs> me, 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 That's me, so me, niche. Me. <laughs> And I don't want to call out the Power Rangers, but they did seem to uh, give colours to the right colours. As in, the Black <laughs> Ranger was black. I mean, and I'm not going to know the other thing you're going to you're thinking of. Yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're thinking of. But, yeah. uh, but it, it was that uncanny? Did direct name? That, was it a, can't have been. It can't have been an accidental. It can't. Have, <laughs> that Trini was the Yellow Ranger as well. <laughs> I just think the executive sitting there just shows you how different the mindset was yeah. in the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Perry, that's a good shout, mate. I knew Thomas would be up there because we've, we've talked about Thomas before. Yeah. And you can still ride on Thomas. At, um, is it Peterborough? Thomas still is my whole life, mate. He comes out at Christmas as well, doesn't he? Uh, is it what, a Neen Valley? Yeah, Neen Valley, that's it. They've got a Thomas. Uh, uh, yeah. I think he pulls the Christmas train. <laughs> With Santa oh, in it. Ben, we're going on a trip. <laughs> I've, I've I've toyed with it quite a few times. I've been. I think we took Mum and Dad on uh, carry up there for a Mother's Day. We did a uh, afternoon tea in the summer last year. Yeah, and that's really nice. I've not done Neen Valley Railway since I was a nipper. <gasps> it's still very good. Yeah. Well, if you like trains. <laughs> 
And you know I do. <laughs> exactly. So Oh, I've been on a steam I've been on a steam railway many, many, many times since both two times recently, but yeah, not Neen Valley. Mark and I have not yet delved into this passion because No, we have we have this one um banked for an old passion one yes, week. Definitely. Ben and I might bore you all to absolute tears about <laughs> about <laughs> steam trains. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't ask me what I find fascinating. I just find it fascinating. So anyway, we won't get into that. But yes, definitely Thomas yeah. pulls the Christmas train. I know he does. So, Mark, we have another one. We have another one by um, Slimbuffet82. He asks, what was your first ever job and how old were you? Now, my first ever job, ever, ever job, was working for like an extracurricular maths and science club. Like, you know, like an after school club where, where, so I was at secondary school. Hold on. We need to, we need to, I need to hold you. Are we now, when oh, it, you can hold me, darling. <laughs> are we saying the job has to be paid, like you're getting a wage? Yes. Right. That's yeah. what I'm going to clarify. Please so continue. I would have been at secondary school. And it was primary school kids that were coming in doing extracurricular English and maths. And I basically just sat in the classroom and marked their work. All right. For uh, for an hour or two, for a couple of hours after school. Not deal. And they paid you for that? Yeah. Not a lot. I was no. Underage, but yeah. How much did you used to get paid for doing that? I can't remember, mate. Honestly. Is that frickin'? I cannot remember. Many moons ago. Bloody <laughs> hell, mate. I probably got like a fiver for it, but yeah, it's... <laughs> It was pocket money at exactly the time, right, mate. until exactly I got right. bored of it. But my first, my first proper job uh, as the delivery driver. Okay, what for? Our, the biggest way one, Stevenage. Stevenage. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and that was that. And that must be the the massive Asda because there weren't an Asda prior yeah. to that, was there? No, no. It's the big boy. That is massive. Yeah. <laughs> So what, how long did was you an Asda driver for? Six, seven years. Wow. I was, after like five years, I stepped up and was section leader. But section leader was, st- I was just, I was a glorified driver. Right. It was, okay. basically, it was basically my job. Did you get paid more money though, yeah? Yeah, I oh, did. That's right. I was more but money. yeah, I was at Asda for six or seven years. Was that, was that fun? I don't know. I mean, I mean, we get our shopping delivered, so. The job... Well, shit. <laughs> but I like. As well, I've been a delivery driver forever. I like. I like being out on the road. I like not being at the same place every day. I like not being in an office. Not being in a warehouse. Yeah. I like being out on the road. And but yeah, the management was crap. Didn't like working for the company itself. But I have made friends for life at ASDA. It was that sort of environment. Do you know what I mean? You're a team. You're putting together against the management. <laughs> against. <laughs> I have. I've got friends now. I've got two of my closest friends. One of them has moved to Scunthorpe. One of them has moved to bloody Perth up in Scotland. And I still talk to them all the time. And I see them when I can, if they come down or if I'm going up somewhere near. I was going to say this Perth one must be an harder, an harder journey than Scunthorpe. Obviously in and around Stevenage and Biggleswade, because I did eventually transfer to the Biggleswade store as well. Oh, so some of that seven years was done out of the Biggleswade show? Only like, only like six months of it was done at the Biggleswade one. Cool. Until I met a certain Slim Boy Fat eighty two, and he got me out of Asda. Did he? He got me a job at his place. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so was that was that that was in Cambridge. No, Bedford. Bedford. Oh, yeah. Okie dokie. 
So the first little job was your school marking papers, but your first proper job was the ESDA. As the home shopping driver, yeah. There we go. I'm surprised about the marking papers one, mate. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I always wanted to be a teacher. Did you? Mm-hmm. What sort of teacher? Any teacher? Any teacher, really. Primary school, but if not, music teacher. Yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> like, what, what? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Did you ever try to like do the qualifications for it or anything like that? No, I went to, after school, I went to college. I did music at college, but then... I never finished it. That's fair I had point. children at a very young age, and now I'm an old casted. But I, I, I like being a I like being a delivery driver, mate. If you, as long as you like what you do, the sort you know, as long as there's some yeah. glimmer of like what you do, because you don't have to love it all the time. I'm, a, I'm at a better place now with a bit more freedom, more money. More importantly, yeah, I've got progression up ahead. So, like I said previously, I've got my seven and a half ton license coming up. Ooh, so seven and a half ton is that the that's bigger than the, sort of the boxier vans isn't it? at the moment oh yeah well so i started driving box vans now i'm driving a three and a half ton flatbed right and then the next step up is the seven and a half ton flatbed that's the one with the, the not like the juggernaut it's the one down from it isn't it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and yeah the wheels so the wheels are in motion for that now currently oh that'd be good to have under your belt as well mate mm-hmm because i know uh, yeah. uh, them the drivers them and the next one up are always sort of after at the moment yeah. Very much so. Well, there you go. What about you, anyway? Mine's a bit of a weird tale because I never I, like I would do. Um, obviously, my background, my my family owns half a business that has done since eighty three. Yeah. Uh, my dad and my goddad started up a business making paper rolls to go in tills and credit card machines, and I used to do summers when you could have. <laughs> Uh, a 13 14 year old packing rolls in a in a factory for yeah. large machinery i would go and i think i had a tenner began to do a day down there my old man used to run me over in the uh forklift he did that twice and with a pallet truck twice run over my feet so i uh, did that but uh i joined i had to interview i interviewed for with my old man um when i was 16 left school and mm-hmm. i'm now 27 years working for the family's business for a family business so yeah yes i've done that ever since so it's a bit of a bit of a duller story for me because <laughs> i didn't you know i because i wanted the i wanted the business to stay within the two families and obviously i'm half of that family and the other half he, he it's sort of like my surrogate brother he he works he's the fellow director along with me so yeah it's very entertaining it has its moments i too I, I work on the road. I'm a salesman for my wares. But, yeah, I mean, it's had its ups and downs. I think business got a little bit more difficult because people employ, they've got rid of the more knowledgeable people who were worth more money, and now they, they yeah. run to younger people, younger than myself, and I think they expect a lot from them, and I think they crumble. So that some of the businesses I deal with, they go through a member of staff, Every six months, I'll get someone yeah. new. So it gets very hard for me to build relationships with these people because I don't know them yeah, yeah. for a split second. It's like, oh, they're gone. Oh, who <laughs> are you then? <laughs> Let's deal with you. So, yes. So, yes, mine's a bit more boring, a bit more of a boring work career, unfortunately. So, yes, there you go, Slim. I hope we've answered your question. Well, what, what was 
podcast listeners, what was your first job? <laughs> what did you do? Let us know. Let us know, let us know, let us know. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got so many mentioned it a lot, haven't we? <laughs> we haven't this week, no. Benjamin, we have been recording for an hour and ten minutes. I think we have enough time quickly to race through our own Ask Us Anything questions. Sorry, listeners, I'm trying to be more mindful of time because last week we blithered on for hours <laughs> and it was a long episode. So we're trying to be a bit more to the point this week without, without, without it sounding... Go on then, Mark. You hit me with yours. Right, okay. Mine's pretty straightforward. I, I, I've Googled the 10 most famous celebrities in the world right now. This is an article that's popped up. And Benjamin, I want you snog, marry, avoid. Oh, God. Dwayne The Rock Johnson... Beyonce, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, avoid, marry, sorry, Kerry, snog. Just to be controversial. So you're avoiding the rock. Yeah, can't stand him. Marrying Beyonce. Definitely for the money. Snogging Cristiano. Yeah, just because he's a <laughs> handsome man. Okay. He still was, has stayed quite handsome. If there was, you know, if I was ever going to go the other way, he would be a, not a bad catch. He would be yeah. the butch one. <laughs> Sorry, cast listeners. Mark, what's your order for that? Oh, I'm definitely avoiding Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> He's a fucking weirdo. Um, Don't talk about my fella like that. <laughs> I, oh, God. I'm going to snog Beyonce and I'm going to marry The Rock. See, again, that's not a bad answer because, I mean, you're yeah. marrying into money automatically. That is... Uh, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> retirement, here I come. Yeah. <laughs> Never have to lift a finger again. I want to be a kept man, Rock. <laughs> Keep me already. Cast listeners, please let us know your answers to that one. I would love to hear your snog, marry, avoid. The Rock, Beyonce, Cristiano Ronaldo. Beyonce's <laughs> still looking good for... I don't know, but I think Beyonce's same age as me, and she... She can't be that old. <laughs> yeah. So, Mark, my one's similar to that, but it's more—it's a quick one. Mm-hmm. Why is it called taking a dump? Shouldn't it be called leaving a dump? You've just blown my mind. Right? That should have been crazy fact number one. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to leave it for this. I've been looking. I've been having. I've had that in my notes for ages, and I didn't know. But that was a. Do you know what I mean? You think about the wording. It is right. Yeah. Gonna go take a shit. No, you're not. You're gonna go leave it. You leave it. Yeah. <laughs> leave it for the toilet to have. You're depositing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? What do you think? Where like did that. that terminology come from? Taking a dump. That's gotta be an American thing. Gotta take a whiz. Yeah, gotta win whiz, man. Gotta go go drop a deuce. <laughs> that makes sense. It does, though, doesn't well, it? Well, I don't know what the deuce bit comes from, but yeah, dropping the makes deuce, sense. It's, um, um, it's double, what's it, isn't it? Uh, number two. Oh, it's number two. Yeah. Yeah, of course. To One drop idiot. a deuce, man. Bloody hell, Mark. Uh, but yeah, I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's correct. Why is it called taking and not <laughs> leaving a dump? They get cast listeners. Do you know why it's called taking a dump? Is it one of them? Just it is. It's a slang thing. Who knows? Vino's. Hmm. <laughs> so, Mark. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. I think we've done it. 
Okay. Remember, next week, Sunday the 17th of December, is going to be the live Christmas episode of Old Casters. It will be Ben and I sat here doing what we always do, but everything will have a Christmas theme and you guys will be chirping in in chat and we'll be interacting with you as it happens. Do you want to say Christmas any more times, Ben? Christmas, Christmas, don't forget Christmas special next week. There we go. And there will be no more mentionings of that word. Let us know how many times we've said it over the last three episodes. And tell us next week. And if you are correct, if there's more than one of you correct, we'll put your name on a wheel. And one of you will be winning the £10 Amazon gift card. But until then, I have been Smith. You can follow me at twitch.tv forward slash Markuhita. And I've been Jones. You can catch me at twitch.tv forward slash Benbis81. You can go to our link tree, which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash oldmenarmy. And that is where you can find all the other old men. So that's SlimBoyFat82, I am Tiny100 and Mr. Narkills. Get all the links you need for this podcast. Join the Discord. That is the main community hub where we all hang out together. And please check out oldmenmerch.com. This is probably your last chance before Christmas. If Oh crap, I've said it. That one doesn't count. This is your last chance before that day, before the 25th of December, where um, you can get the merch. Merch. I imagine. Especially the old casters merch. Check out the mug and the poster. And yeah, that's about it. We'll see you next week for the live episode. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Old Custards with Smith and Jones. <laughs>